I'm Gino Parati, and I'm an expert in the field of interpersonal communication, which means that I study human behavior in the context of relationships. I'm a published author on the subjects of culture, gender, nonverbal communication, and soft skills. I'm also a self-identified empath and apparently an INFJ if you're into the Myers-Briggs stuff. Having lectured at some of the largest and most prestigious universities and colleges in the United States, I've seen firsthand how powerful communication can be in transforming our mindsets, our perspectives, our relationships, and ultimately the way that we experience our lives. So that's why I've created this podcast, to help us expand our social and emotional intelligence, which can lead to more effective communication and better relationships, both with others and with ourselves. Episode 4, You Have Permission. Feeling good, that's the goal we're aiming for in our right brain journey, because when we feel good, that's when we're at our full energy potential. So how do we start feeling good? Consistently, even during stressful times. That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. How to access your energy potential by giving yourself permission. What is permission? It's allowing yourself access to the people, the places, the activities, the things, the mindsets that make you feel good. It sounds really simple, but it's surprising how many of us deny ourselves access without good reason. Why don't we allow ourselves access? I think there are three main reasons. People-pleasing, fear of missing out on opportunities, and that some people don't know how to listen to themselves, which means that they may not be conscious of what makes them feel good. What are some ways that we can overcome this to allow ourselves access? Well, for people-pleasing, it goes back to worrying about everybody else's needs before our own needs. A way to overcome this is to strategically say no, which sets boundaries to preserve our ability to access what we need to feel good. Because at the end of the day, if you've made everyone happy but yourself, how is that a winning scenario? Becoming conscious of what we have sacrificed on our journey of saying yes to everyone else will enable us to set boundaries to preserve our own well-being. Ultimately, If you've disconnected yourself from your own energy source, reestablish that connection by feeling good again. The second reason is fear of missing out on opportunities. So sometimes people think that every offer is an opportunity. But if we say yes to everything, we can drain our energy by being scattered and running around. Recognize that there are opportunity costs to everything we say yes to. And one of the costs is our time and energy that we could be devoting to what makes us feel good. A third reason is that some people don't know how to listen to themselves, which means they may not be conscious of what actually makes them feel good. We need to know the what. And it's possible that we don't even know what feeling good feels like. If feeling stressed or anxious or scared is our normal, then feeling good is something foreign we may not be able to recognize. If this is the case, then I think that what's important is recognizing that this good feeling is how we could be feeling most of the time. So we have to cultivate an awareness of what brings us joy. And this is where social intelligence and emotional intelligence comes into play. 
I introduced social intelligence and emotional intelligence in some of our earlier podcasts through episodes one through three. Emotional intelligence has three steps. The first step is an awareness that we are feeling something. The second step is being able to identify exactly what it is we are feeling. And the third step is understanding why we feel that particular emotion. Social intelligence is a bigger concept. So emotional intelligence does play into it, but social intelligence is more about being able to develop healthy relationships. With an understanding of what's been holding us back and ways to overcome it, we can explore how permission is powerful. Permission aligns our thinking with our emotions and our actions. Permission eliminates cognitive dissonance. What is cognitive dissonance? It's an uncomfortable feeling, a resistance in our energy. It's us fighting against ourselves. You know what you want, but you can't allow yourself to acknowledge it. An example of cognitive dissonance that I see many times when I teach gender communication is that people have a variety of sexual fantasies. And regardless of whether or not they choose to live out these fantasies, they experience cognitive dissonance because they will not allow themselves the permission to want what they actually want. It's not the decision itself, but it's the conscious awareness of your wanting that eliminates the cognitive dissonance. So this brings us to action steps. If we are struggling with giving ourselves permission, how do we do it? There are a variety of ways. Emotional intelligence, working backward with senses, and practicing the power of permission. One step is emotional intelligence. Know what you feel and why. And what do you want to be feeling? We want to be feeling good. So identifying that as an end goal is essential to begin this journey to feeling good overall. Another step is working backwards with our senses. Our bodies are a vehicle for pleasure. And this is about the mind-body connection. If the body doesn't feel well, we don't feel well. So for example, I give myself permission to access things that make me feel good. This makes me think of growing up in my household with my mom and my dad. They had the same living room sofa for, oh gosh, I'd say 30-some years. They bought it when they got married. It was in the living room, and it was for company only. So we would get yelled at as kids if they caught us sitting in the living room on the fancy sofa. The irony is that in the end, they had preserved it for, for nothing. They never got to use that sofa, and in the end, they just had to give it away. So give yourself permission. If it feels good to sit on that sofa, isn't that kind of why you bought it? Give yourself permission to enjoy the things that give you pleasure. The third step that I want to offer is practicing the language of permission. The words no, or as an alternative, yes and. No sets a clear boundary, and if someone keeps pushing to get you to compromise your boundary and you're not comfortable with that, I like to say, please respect my no. If no feels a little bit harsh for you and doesn't quite fit your personality, yes and is an alternative to no. Why? Yes and communicates and keeps boundaries while sending a message that the relationship is still important. And it sets up the principle of reciprocity. I am willing to do this for you, hence the yes, and I need something in return. 
This is not just transactional, it's actually relational. Because healthy relationships provide give and take and are based upon the principle of reciprocity. Saying no or yes and also allows you an opportunity to communicate and exchange value. You may think that what you ask is quick and easy, but what I ask in return from you will communicate the value that I place on your ask. Either you accept it and understand the value that we exchange, or you decline because you don't think that your ask is worth what you have to give. Either way, I win. Whether it's a yes or a no, the relationship is more likely to be preserved. Some final thoughts. A right brain journey is a journey to feeling good. And feeling good happens when we allow ourselves permission. Permission for us to access the people, the places, the activities, the things, the mindsets that make us feel good. Permission is powerful because it aligns our thinking with our emotions and actions. And setting boundaries, using the language of permission, saying no or yes and, can be an effective way to give ourselves permission. By giving ourselves permission, we access our full energy potential. Thanks for listening to the Right Brain Journeys podcast. For more insights about social and emotional intelligence, subscribe to this podcast and follow me, Gino Parati, on LinkedIn or like Right Brain Journeys on Facebook for information about one-on-one coaching as well as group workshops and learning sessions. 